Andrea. It is a pleasure. You're back once again. You're episode number one. You're back episode 50. We've come full circle. It is such a pleasure to see you again. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. And it's so good to be back. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm so glad that we could finally connect and do this because you know what? I like I was actually listening to our podcast earlier today, and it's like, damn, everything that's happened in that space of time. And, and I look back and it's, you know, it's I think it's just a, it's a little over a year. And it's like, oh my God, you know, we were talking then and you were, you know, you were absolutely slaying it. Just the top of your game. The world's gone to shit and you just (laughs) kept on fucking producing. It was incredible. Like, obviously there's been huge ups and downs in this year, but you from a strength standpoint and the records you have set is just been fucking epic to watch epic to watch so well done with everything seriously thank you it's been a crazy crazy time and i think the opportunities i've had this year have been incredible to be honest i think i on my mentally i would have gone to complete shit during the summer last year if i didn't have anything to focus on and you know i had access to my friend's garage gym and it was like seven by probably 12 foot if i was using the log i probably had about four inches either side of the log inside um so that was a that was that was another level of training that was because that was you know i just and let's let's specify because we've had so many fucking lockdown variants now which lockdown was this in that you finally got in was the the big one at the start the the second mini one or what 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 we're in right now which is what i call lockdown 3.0 had one and two Oh, okay. Damn. Sick. Okay. That's great. So you, so you managed to get in there relatively, relatively early into the whole situation. I think actually, I think it might've been, I think, was there a break in the summertime? Yeah. But... Yeah. So I then, think, and then I it was did back it in June, August, didn't I? Yeah. It was it June or July I did the first one. Yeah. I think it was June. Yeah. Cause it was, uh, the, yeah, it was, it was not long after body power, which was in May, which I competed in and, and you were doing the, uh, what was that? It was like the crazy, obstacle crossfit you know with the wall and oh, the yes. huge balls that <laughs> was one of my crazy ideas. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah the national fitness game so that was like a mixture between uh crossfit and strength strong man i suppose because yeah. they had some odd shaped farmers handles but lots of running around and lots of gassing out so but that was a really that was another thing that i you know i like to try different things i like to challenge myself yeah and yeah. I didn't, I was, I had a good break in between competitions. I had nothing really to go on to do. Yeah, that was it. But yeah, yeah, I'll just do that. I'll just kill myself. <laughs> that's just you, isn't it? You're like, yeah, all right, I'll, yeah, I'll give that a go then. Yeah, I'll chuck my, I'll chuck my hat in. Yeah, and it was, it was a team one as well, wasn't it? So it was like, it, you, yeah. you didn't have, it's not quite as bad as like when you've got those solo events and it's like everyone's staring at you like, okay, I'm just going to get the background of my teammates. It was, like, it was brutal to be honest. And we actually, we lost a member of our team because she'd injured herself because we had to kind of launch ourselves at a wall and go over it, pick up a sandball, chuck it over. And I was like, I haven't thrown myself at a wall forever. So I was like, at the time I was about 120 kilos. I was like, right, here I come, here I come. <laughs> But I was actually quite nimble to be honest. But yeah, we lost um we lost a member and so we ended up with three of us in the team and we still came tenth out of um out of the whole Not competition. Bad. Yeah. That's crazy because and it was like I, I feel like around that time that was like you were was it the year previous that you were kind of you were you were even heavier, weren't you? And I think like for, yes. since then you fucking you dropped a heck of a lot of weight hey like you are in insane condition right now like your body is fucking looking great well thank you very much darling <laughs> but, no but you, like do you know what i mean like for, from a conditioning standpoint you you've been yeah. fucking working your tits off here like it's it's absolutely insane so what what was the kind of what was that driving force like so i got to um so it's may last year we we kind of just gone into lockdown so March April May yeah, a couple of months into lockdown and I don't really know what happened I think I just I wasn't competing I was still eating like I was training really heavily yeah. I wasn't at the gym and my body just was like bleh and I just one day looked at myself and thought oh, I, I don't like this and I, I'd never taken any notice of food before I just ate because I was a heavyweight athlete didn't have to think about food just ate whatever I wanted. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the kind of image, you know, the thing that I've had for the last God knows how many years. So I thought if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to do it properly. Yeah. So I invested in, in the nutritionist just to try and 
I said that the body weight, the number on the scale has made no difference to me because I'm a heavyweight athlete. Unless I'm going to drop like 50 kilos to get to the next weight category, numbers mean nothing. I just wanted to feel good about myself and look like an athlete, not the fat mob I'd turn into in the space of like two months. And so, um, yeah, I signed up with a nutritionist and for about, well, up until about three, two months ago, I was with, I was with her and I just had to re-educate myself on food for one thing. And then came the lockdown number three. And I was like, right, there's just the whole world just completely shut by that point. And I yeah. had no competitions to go for. I had no records to go for. I was like, I need to do something with my life. And I, I'm one of these people that can't just go to the gym and train for the sake of it. I need to have a goal to go to, you know, the reason to go to the gym. Yeah. So I decided to go down the fitness route focus on my conditioning because that is actually one of the my weakest things and it lets me down a lot is the conditioning when I'm in competition so I thought with the calorie deficit however that didn't go completely 100% to plan because I was in a calorie deficit during my deadlift which perhaps wasn't the best thing to do <laughs> so I, like, I was gonna say um, <laughs> I mean still killed it still killed it but uh, yeah, I'm not as much as I wanted to, but we'll touch on that in a minute. Yeah. So I just wanted to, I'm so pig-headed half the time. But I was like, I want to lose weight, but I also want to be like the strongest person in the world ever. And I want to lift heavy stuff. But actually, you're only on like 2,200 calories. But I don't care because I still want to lift 300 kilos. And in hindsight, that probably wasn't the best thing. Could, did you, could you feel on the day? Could, could you feel that weight difference? Because I think, you know, if, if people have cycled through, like, you know, when I get into competition, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a substantial amount heavier. When you get onto that bar and you just take that slack out of it and you lean your body weight into it and you're like, oh, <laughs> and then you, you drop a few kilos and it's yeah. like, that, that's fucking glued down. The, the first, because well, I opened on the actually current yeah. you know the, the previous record and that felt light as anything my warm-ups just flew and then I got to the 190 and I I've been doing everyone was criticizing the jumps that I did but that's how I've done it in training and that's how I've always trained I've either done 10 or 20 kilo jumps unless it's like really silly and I've had to do like 1.25 but I've never <laughs> gone smaller than five or seven kilos really on my jumps um, and the 290, I got it, but it was, I felt that. And then I thought, this is like really heavy. And I think my energy levels just kind of zapped. Yeah, because you know, your, your comp day is going to be different as well, isn't it? Like in terms of like the, the nutrition, the food that you're getting, and obviously the, the whole principles of trying to get the carbs in beforehand to you, you use that glucose and whatever. But it's, it, it, if you don't have that amount of calories there, you can't be filling up those, those internal stores as much as you were previously. Do you know what I mean? It, it's, yeah. it's, it's tough. So did you feel it's, like you I were burning it, out quicker? Yeah, I was. Um, and it was a long drive as well. It's about a three and a half hour drive to do with that. And then to kind of, it just, it, it's just a lot of things, a lot of factors. It was a long drive. I mean, I was anxious the night before, so I hardly slept. I'd, you know, I, I had a food plan for the day, which was, which was fine. I still don't think it was enough now in, you know, looking back on it. Um, the, you know, the atmosphere, there was myself, a cameraman, a laptop and my two loaders. And there was like, I wasn't allowed any music. And I just had to kind of, it was difficult, just a difficult environment to do it in. But you know what? I still did it. And I realized where I went wrong. So when I, when I go back and do it again and more, uh, I know what to not do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's, that's kind of where all the, you know, the, the weight loss thing came about really. It's just, I just needed something to focus on. I hated the world, what I looked like in front of the mirror um, and I needed something else to do. Was, was this the one that you set in uh, Bish's barn? Both of them were in Bishop's farm. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, of course, of yeah, course, of course. So no, I was, I was referencing the uh, the Arnold, sorry, the the world record on the elephant bar rather than the record breakers. Um, oh no! So that I was still like in full heavyweight mode at that yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was that was different. That was different. Yeah, but yeah I mean, you on these ones, it was it was nice to see that you had dropped the weight, but it looked like you had gained a little bit more athleticism, a little bit more speed with it. So I think that's what probably complimented you if, if you didn't have that kind of acceleration speed and you were still trying to pull like you were when you were a heavyweight. Because I think that's the thing as well, isn't it? 
when when you have that body weight behind you, like I was saying, like you have to attack it differently than if you're mm. you're a lighter athlete. Like when you're super super heavy, if you're not explosive, you're just going to slowly go through those gears, aren't you? But you know, yeah. you, you attack the bar and. <laughs> It responded pretty fucking good. <laughs> so, so, so after you came away from that, obviously, you know, it's difficult because you've set the records. Like you're, you're, you're on that high of like, I've fucking done this. Like, this is brilliant. I've smashed this. But knowing in yourself that you're like in the back of your head, you're like, I, I actually probably wanted to have done X, Y, and Z. How, how do you manage those feelings? Because I know what I would be like, and I am my own worst critic, like times a thousand. So I would be kicking the shit out of myself about it. But obviously, when you have a record staring at you, you're kind of like, oh, okay, uh, I must have done all right. Um, the log record, I had a number in my head, and that's the number I hit. And I was pleased with that. Um, the deadlift, I had a number in my head, and I didn't hit it. Um, however, I'd never even hit 290 uh, from the floor before. I'd done 300. Wouldn't let you, would he? No, he wouldn't. It's such a bugger. Um, <laughs> so I'd done 300 kilos for reps at about, uh, it was about a four inch kind of height, four or five inches. Okay. Yeah. Um, but not, I hadn't done anything more than 280 from the floor. Okay. Um, so 290 was a PB for me anyway. Um, but what you guys didn't see, because I've seen the replay back, is the tantrum I had afterwards. Oh, really? <laughs> what I happened? Was really oh, I, I stomped my feet. Um, you know, they were, they were like, you know, Andrew, you've got the world record. And I was like, I don't want 290. I want, I was like, proper child. I wanted 300 kilos. Andrew, you've got the record. This is amazing. And even like, um, D was just like, congratulations. I was like, no, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. I was so annoyed. Um, and, and you can see it in my face. You could see it on the on the video and even the after, the after talk. I they did a good job of cutting go. out. They did a good, good editing job there. You want to you wanna thank that team. Yeah. Yeah, I was quite great because that was like a proper diva moment. And I was just like, proper, just I took my belt down and stomped away and yeah. like, you know Lisa was just like just just give her a minute just she just needs a minute I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was just angry and I think but the thing is I could feel it and you know you know when you go up to something and you're ready to attack it and you know that you're going to get that it kind of didn't quite happen on 300 yeah. that kind of momentum took a little bit of look a bit longer to come in and almost felt like I was forcing my body to go and do it whereas normally if I'm, I'm my body tells me I'm ready my mind just goes blank it goes like silver and fuzzy and I don't hear anything and I'm ready I'm ready to go that's it just complete that tunnel vision I didn't do that didn't happen on the 300 so I think deep down I knew that I wasn't gonna get it but did you think that going like, in though like if we're being honest did, was that was that was that thought kind of playing in the back of your mind going into it because yeah. that plays a big part hey yeah definitely yeah see that shit you know when when yeah. you can get into that mental state of that you've already done it do you know what i mean like i think yeah. that's that's when you're in the best place i mean you know attacked it nonetheless and sometimes you know it just it just doesn't happen and that's that's the fuel to the fire so as shit as it is it's brilliant because it keeps world-class athletes like you fucking hungry. And it's like, that's scary yeah. for someone to smash a record like that and be upset that they didn't smash it by more <laughs> is a scary, scary, scary thing for anyone that wants that deadlift record, because you're just going to be putting more kilos between the poor fucker that needs to compete against you. And that's ace, you know, and I, I think I, I 100% think that, that you've got the potential to do more and, knowing with the whole calorie side of things are that just that solidifies my confidence even more so kind of looking at that and obviously i know you've got big numbers in your head you don't have to say them out loud that's fine but will you will you look to cycle your calories up again weight again how do you think you would like to attack this next opportunity when it comes around because it will how would you like to attack it differently um it's, I don't really know at the moment because my fear is when I start training heavy again, 
the weight's going to come back on. So that it's more, it's, it's very mental at the moment. I'm like, I feel great at the moment. I, I look great. I'm so much fitter than I was. Um, and not even though Loz is like itching to get me back under the bar properly and stop messing around with this CrossFit stuff, is it? This <laughs> nonsense. Is that literally that's what he's like? Do you still want to do this? So yeah, can I just have another month and then I'll I'll get back into. He's like, it's grace and that's it. You know, with you're allowed to do the floor to overhead wads. That's it. That's as that's as close to strong as we can keep it. Little bugger, he's actually in the new program. We did sneak some deadlifts in, and I haven't I haven't deadlifted for like maybe eight weeks um, properly prior to this phase. And so when he's just bam, stuck in some like hundred and six, it's like what? How much? Who are you? What's going on here? Um, so I genuinely think I'm a little bit worried about putting on the weight. So I will have to possibly go back to a nutritionist to help me cycle the food properly. Because at the moment, I'm kind of just happy just eating whatever my body feels like rather than binge eating and just eating everything. Or just eating really super strict off of a plan as well, you know. Yeah. It's, it's that nice middle yeah. ground, isn't it? That kind of like instinct, instinctual, intuitive eating, or whatever. Intuitive—that's the word, yeah. yeah. Intuitive eating. So, um, I know I'm going to have to eat more. I know I am. I just need to learn to eat it better than I was. And how how does that make you feel as well? Because like I know for one, like that is the biggest struggle that I speak to anyone that's competing at the top of this game about is that the food consumption is a job in and of itself and i mean i know like my bmr is like 3400 calories a day do you know what i mean so mm. when, when i'm getting into like comp time it's like i'm having to put down seven eight thousand calories and it, after a week i'm fucking sick of it so how how do you feel because obviously <laughs> if we're going about this the quote-unquote cleaner way yeah. you know, not not scoffing down the junk food that's even more food you got to get in you somehow no and i think because obviously my stomach has been trained now to not overeat the way i was um you know i, I still eat between five and six meals a day um because what, what i was doing to the start was i had to set myself an alarm because eating five six times a day was actually a struggle and i felt crap for two days until my body kind of realized Just what like, was going on oh. and i was like this is like i got sick of eating and this is horrible and now i don't need the alarms my body's like it's time to eat it's time to eat or i just know to prepare food if i'm going to be around you know away from the kitchen or whatever um no, it's, it's really tough, a really, really tough one, uh, because I know that I'm only on like, I think I'm on about 2,300 calories at the moment on a rest day and maybe slightly more on a, on a training day, depends. I kind of just changed my carbs up a little bit more on a, on a training day, uh -huh. but that's going to have to go up to at least like 3,000 calories, which to some people it sounds okay, but at like the current Andrea is like, Oh my god, that's just so much food. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, and you know, I think having that support there from from someone, whether it be a nutritionist or a coach or someone to be accountable to, I think you know when you go into those things, it's never a bad shout because we we know that it probably is going to be a struggle, and being able to you know, and I think you'll be able to talk on this just. <laughs> take that little bit of stress that you don't have to worry about and just fucking hand it to someone else. And you're like, yeah. cool, fantastic. Now I can, I've now got that extra little bit of headspace for me or for the comp or for whatever my focus is that I don't have to worry about. And I think that's, that's, that's a huge, huge, huge thing, especially when you get to the top, top end, like you're at not having to program yourself, not having to do all of these things. It's, it's the one, one and two percent. It's mm. the one or two percents here and there that really add up and really compound. So I'm interested, obviously, working with a new nutritionist, you've then taken a step back. You're now doing bits and pieces by yourself. How did you find that process? Do you feel like you're a lot more kind of confident in your own capabilities now with kind of what you need to be doing? I think the, the decision to kind of go solo with a nutrition um, coincided with some changes in my personal situation mm -hmm. um i think when i joined with her i was like in a really a bit of a bad state at home and i needed somebody to help me with that because my my go-to when i'm stressed is food 
and I could see what was happening. So I thought, I'll just give that to someone else. And now I'm in a better place. I was like, actually, I can do this. I can do this myself. So it wasn't, it wasn't difficult, actually. It wasn't a difficult decision. I was a little bit apprehensive because I was like, oh, God, what's going to happen? if? But no, Andrew, this is fine. You kind of just like have to slap away the, yeah. <laughs> the one. And, you know, and it was okay. It's been okay. I've had a couple of, um, like, wobble moments. And I've, like, been on the phone to Loz. Oh, my, you know, I've gained, like, I think I've gained about five kilos since leaving her. But in actual fact, I'm so much smaller and I'm not stressing about food because I, I got to the point where I was like constantly thinking about food, whereas now I don't think about food and I've shrunk. Everything's kind of gone like vacuum packed. And I'm like, well, I'm now on more calories. I'm eating what I like, what I fancy. Um, but it's given me the guidance as to like, um, you know, carbs and protein and the macro kind of situation. Cause I've never, ever thought about those before. Never had to. Yeah. But now I do and I'm aware of them just makes it a little bit easier so it's given me the tools to do it alone yeah so 100% and it's it's kind of it's I think we're now really kind of getting deep into the the critical change and kind of fork in the road of strongman where the kind of very much old school mentality of bigger is bigger you know bigger is better mm-hmm. and then now the athleticism actually being able to maximize power per pound of our body weight is is really kind of where we're going and it, you can see it in the female league you can see it in the men's league we're just getting more and more athletes and i think it's it's a really really interesting dynamic change do you think though that with this we're seeing events accommodated to it because i i know you've spoken about this before there's very very much those kind of crossfit-esque kind of scenarios coming in we know osg there's like lots of running about the whole static stuff it's it's not really in there as much anymore we're seeing lots of kind of lots of lactate threshold stuff where you know you're just having to go until you really burn out or you're just you know 100 miles an hour for those 60 seconds and then you know you just hurl up in the back room for yeah 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 for a few hours It's yeah, it's definitely going that way. It is going that way, and I did. I didn't really, we didn't really see it until I started to make the changes myself. And I just wanted to be a better athlete. I wanted to be an all-round athlete because I'm fantastic, the best statically. But when it comes to anything moving, anything that's art, that's more than like twenty-five seconds, that's it. I'm done, you know. And I, I wanted to change that about myself. So. That is definitely uh, is becoming a thing, and yes, we, I perhaps won't discuss the OSG. <laughs> My feelings on that aren't great right now, but yeah, um, it, it, I think what they're trying to do is make it more of a spectator show because ultimately, strongman is a spectator show anyway. Yeah, and yeah. I think some people find it boring when you've got two hundred athletes doing the same event over and over again. It's not fun to watch. Yeah. And I yeah. think when they've got the moving uh, the moving events, it just changes, you know, your, depending on what type of athlete you are, it will change your ranking very quickly. Tremendously. Yeah. Tremendously. I think, I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's difficult because when you have trained and competed in, I don't want to say like the lower leagues, but alternate leagues where you're having more of these static events and you're doing these things and you're training for them naturally because it's what you're going to be competing in. And then you come to a big qualifier and it's like, oh shit, all of a sudden I need to be 10 kilos lighter and have the VO2 capacity of a fucking Tour de France cyclist. It's like, it's not going to happen, mate. It's not going to happen. You're 180 kilos. What's going on, fella? Like you need to, you need to shed it quick. So I, I think you're right. You know, I, I think it's it's very very difficult. Um, but you know, I feel like now more than ever we we're also in that phase where strongman is getting more into the spotlight and more into the I hate saying it, but like the mainstream sources of news and whatever it's getting linked in through Rogue with these more CrossFit S mm-hmm. type things, which are bringing eyes across. And that's kind of giving them the power to kind of be like, okay, this is the route we want to go down. This is the route we want to go down. And it's like, are we now going to start to see like a division between 
the strongman strongman and the crossfit strongman but not quite crossfit enough to be crossfit <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like we've got like the, the, the three leads and i i agree i definitely agree um i think if that's the way the sport is going to go because i'm not going to be around i'm, I'm not going to be around I'm, I'm not going to be around in the sport for like hundreds of years but if that's the way the sport is going and it brings more women into the sport then you know go for it 100 agree with it right. go for it but I don't think that specific competitions are based around strongman. It's based around who can survive three days of events. It's, you know, how good is your stamina um, to survive six events over three days, the other side of the world, six hours behind your own country time. And it just doesn't, doesn't come down to what the original strongman was, is, yeah. you know, and... <clears throat> I mean, we're not, for health and safety reasons, they're not going to make us carry fridges anymore. But that's still, I know, I'd love to it carry It kind of sucks, doesn't it? It kind of sucks, yeah, because yeah, I really <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> um, but they are, I guess, moving with the trend, just moving with the times, that's probably what it is. And I'm a bit like, well, it's not strong man in my eyes, but, you know, while I'm still here, I'll just deal with it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think it's an important, important point to talk about because it's, it is, it is very, very difficult when you've, you know, you've been focusing on one thing and, and certain events and whatever. And it, I mean, you just you look at like the world's strongest man like lineups now and the the drastic difference from your insanely heavy old school Arnold's to now Bahrain doing what's it six events in five hours or something yeah, crazy in, in the blistering heat and it's like yeah. like people people don't don't think about it but from an athlete standpoint those guys have had to go like <laughs> they've had to go from having several hours between events time to eat time to rehydrate stretch mobilize and get ready for the next event to all right we're getting set up for the next event now i know you're still blown out of your ass and you haven't recovered at all but we're gonna you go know, i love off. that though i love that style of competition i would much prefer it to be done in a day um personally this is how i i'm i'm better in a one-day competition yeah, i agree um you know rather than you kind of having you know you build yourself up you're there like all day long then you're coming down then you've got to do that again and you're there all day and you're coming down and then you've got to do it for the finale but it's the you've most important and you've literally just got nothing left and i guess annoying that that's where my downfall is is that i just don't have anything left on the last day but you know it's that up and down you can't always get that same rush on the third day that you've got on the first day no so I, I much prefer to do a one-day competition because that's where I am the strongest. I know myself, I am mentally strong. I'm physically strong. I'm, you know, I've got everything that I need in that compact time. Yeah, and also by, like, by day three, you're like, ODing on fucking pre-workout, do you know what I mean? Like, you need to have like off on the plane. You need like six liters just to like keep up with the amount that you're peeing because of all the caffeine you consume. Like, it's just yeah, high pluses, caffeine tablets, Lucas, not just getting it. The sugar, especially if you're in America, the sugar and the carb overload is just crazy. It takes me so long. My body just crashes on the plane. I'm just like, I don't like flying either. I hate flying. I'm like one of these scared people. But on the plane, as soon as the, the engines start, I'm, I'm done. Because like that carb coma just kicks in. mental crash. And a little dribble. It's like, oh, we're here now. <laughs> oh, what, what, yeah. oh, my God, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, one thing I did want to want to touch on kind of while, while we're talking about this bits and pieces, obviously dropping drop the weight and kind of how it interferes with things. You know, I... I remember kind of when we uh, when we first kind of met and crossed paths and, and whatever. Like your your moving events were not your carrying events because we did touch on that last time. But your moving <laughs> events, like your yoke, was was absolutely phenomenal. And I think it's it's now when you have that less body weight and you're moving these big weights, it must feel like must feel harder, must feel heavier. Do you know what I mean? Like when you don't have that mass, or do you feel like you've gained so much speed and strength and core 
that you've managed to, to pretty much negate that. Because I, I, I know, you know, the difference between me being 120 kilos getting under a, a 300 kilo yoke versus me being, you know, 10, 15 kilos heavier. I feel a lot more confident when I'm heavy again underneath that big boy, that's for sure. I haven't actually tried it yet. I haven't tested it yet. Because I know. I don't know. You've scared me. I'm like, it. My knees are creaking. Everything's already creaking. Um, I blame CrossFit. I, yeah, oh God, definitely. <laughs> I actually said to Loz yesterday, I said my shoulders are a little bit aggravated. I said, I think it's all the jerky movements. It's a lot of hip movements and up, up, and you know, so I've got like a bit of soreness in the in my front delts there. But um, yeah, I haven't tried any actual strongman stuff. I did try and do some axle, which is static. And I'll try to do the log. I love the way you're using the word try, like you're, you're implying that probably didn't, didn't go as well as you were hoping. No. In, I woke up in the morning and I was like, I want a 120 kilo log today. And I went to the gym, completely off ban, didn't tell Loz, off ban. And I think I got 110 and it looked like shit. And I was like... <laughs> did you tell him? Yeah. What did he twat. say? Yeah. Me a twat. <laughs> I was gonna say that's so lost, holy like, shit. Mm, I'm, I'm, I was mentally strong that day. Obviously, my body wasn't quite ready for it. <laughs> so, but the whole eyes bigger than your stomach, kind of. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, so I am. This, this is what I mean when I, I, I've said this pretty in the last couple of weeks, actually. That as much as I, I feel a lot more athletic and a lot leaner and lighter, I am concerned that my decision to do this might not work in the long run. <laughs> so the proof will be when I start training properly. I'm, I'm, I'm not too concerned. I, I don't think you're going to have quite, quite as big of an issue as, as you perceive to have. You know, I think when you look at the work that you've been doing and the improvements that you've made and kind of what I've heard you talking about your, your training recently and obviously getting in touch with Loz and, and working out your programming there, that, you know, with, with the core work, with everything that you've been doing, I think there is going to be a massive carryover. And, you know, it's just like anything, there's going to be a relatively steep learning curve on the uh, on the first couple of attempts. But, you know, that muscle memory, that shit doesn't go away. So it's, it's going to be it's going to be a bit rusty, maybe first week or so. But it's going after, to be horrible. after that, <laughs> I don't want to say I don't want to say you're going to get that yoke flu. <laughs> and I'm actually training with Loz in a couple of weeks, actually. And, I, he, and he pushes me anyway when i'm when i'm face to face with him so the proof will be um when i go and train with him how has that been because obviously you guys were you know you you knew each other beforehand you were you were you were relatively good friends and, and we're talking what have you but then when you take on board someone as a coach that dynamic changes quite drastically because when you've got someone telling you to do something and you don't want to do it and you can just tell them to fuck off it's like <laughs> How was that, that? Yeah, but I know that you're not going to give up. Do you know what I mean? I know you're going to want to get your get your words in. Um, we definitely have. Uh, he is a really good friend, and we the 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 relationship between friends and coach and client switches very quickly within a session. Yeah, and you know we can have a bit of banter, we can giggle, and just you know do whatever friends do. And then he'd be like, right, this, and then, and then if sometimes I'm not quite ready for that switch, and I'm just like, no. Yeah. And he's like looking at me oh, like, Uncle so Loz does. Well, yes, you are. And I'm like, but I don't want, and there's been many a times I've sat there like a naughty child on a piece of equipment sulking because he's either not let me do something or he's told me off for trying to do something or I've not been able to do it. And he's told me to sit down and just take a break. Well, I don't want to take a break. You need to have a break. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I like yeah. this. Just sitting there, sad face. I can um, only begin to imagine what that looks like to to, to yeah. anyone else in the gym. Any like normal <laughs> people who just got these two incredible strength athlete giants just like having it out in the gym because someone yeah. wants to deadlift more or someone wants to put yeah. more plates on the other person won't let them. It's the last time I trained with him, actually, we did um, we did some. Oh, it was horrible! Some, it's got a ninety kilo slam ball, um, oh. so we were just kind of like practicing. Is it really it dense or is it quite? Is it a big boy? Really, really big, and mm. once you start sweating, it gets really slimy. Um, so we were 
I, would, I was just like, actually pick it up and put it on the platform. He would then pick it off and take it to a different part of the gym, just like moving around this platform. I'm like, what are you doing? Go and pick it up and put it back on the platform. But I'm standing here, go and pick it up. And I'm like, okay. And it becomes this like, this battle between us two men, you know, just silently. We'll take it off the platform, walk 10 meters that way. Right now, go and pick it up and bring it back. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just standing over here. What are you doing? And it, and then all of a sudden it will click. And I'm just like, right, okay. My fucking sleeves are off. And I'm like, coming at you. I'll take my t shirt off. Right now, where are you going to put it? And it, and it just becomes like this battle. But that was one of the best sessions I've had for such a long time, you know, physically, mentally. Um, and he, he just knows how to push me without kind of, you know, he's not like a, an army kind of shouty kind of person unless it's like, stop! <laughs> okay. What did I do wrong? Um, yeah, yeah, it's great. He's been, he's been an amazing coach, to be honest. Yeah, it, it looks like you, you guys have gotten really, really well. And, you know, what I've seen through his videos and the bits and pieces that he's kind of put out on his channel between, you know, us speaking, you know, you guys got on really well. And I think the 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 fact that you were kind of friends before going into this, it kind of it allows the both of you to communicate easier, to empathize easier, to be able to see when it's rather than the shut the fuck up and do it moment. It's the, okay, let's, let's draw a line underneath this and let's, let's move on and go and do that. And that's tough. That's really, really tough because like you said, you know, a lot of coaches just want to give it the, I don't care about your excuses, get it done. And it's like, that works. Yeah. To a point. But if you, you know, if you're in that place in your head and you get told that that's, that's not good. No. That's, that's that's not good at all. So I, I, think, I don't think he's like that anyway. He's not like that as no, a person. No, 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 no. So I think he's what you guys see, what anyone sees on the YouTube, on you know, on any things that he does, is is Loz. One hundred percent. That is him. You know, he's a lovely guy. He's very knowledgeable. He's, I think, because I think the reason why he's so good is he he stops you doing the things that he's done in the past. He's like the most injured strongman in the whole world of Everness. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he'll kind of like tell you. I'm glad you, you said that, not me. Um, oh, he knows that, and I'm and I take the piss out of him when he gives me a little point. So yeah, I think the injury prevention is is been quite big, and um, you know, I think he he sees things in me that I don't see really, and I think when you when you've have you've got somebody who's telling you those things. Sometimes it sets things in and other times I'm just like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to shut you up. Just do it just to stop you from yeah. saying things. So. Yeah, 100%. And again, it's, it's having that trust as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's having that trust for you to only hit a 280 and him go, it's cool. We don't need to, we don't need to 290 and, and, and not need to, to, to go for that as much as you want to and be like, just wait. Just wait. Yeah, And, and you go, I mean, oh, yeah that's that's what he's he's saying right now is um because again i wanted 300 kilos but now there's other girls that are chasing that 300 kilos and i don't like doing things that everybody else is doing i've never been one to follow you know to follow the standard to follow the trend i'm like you know what they can get the 300 kilos because i don't want 300 kilos anymore i want the all-round world record i want to (laughs) i want i think it's i think it's like 312 315 the current world record just get 320 and then everyone can just leave me alone for a little while <laughs> oh you heard it here folks you heard it here first oh hell I yeah the calorie thing first i can't do it while i'm feeling all skinny because that's yeah. just not gonna work yeah. um but yeah that, that's i 100 percent see that i 100 percent see that and you know i i i i still think you know that there, there are there are always going to be people that are going to be going for those records, but you know, I think you've put you've put a very, very big or very, very high tick on the chalkboard that uh, you know a lot of people are going to struggle to jump up and and, and get above that. So, I, I think if you if you're to come out and smash a three twenty, I think that 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 fares to stand for for a while. It will come. It will come. I know it will come. I'm not. I'm not even gonna. 
I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It will come. I just need to be right time, right place, right headspace. And right um, now, that's really hard to predict, eh? Do, do those, you I've know got, anything? I've got big crosses by all of those. <laughs> do, do, <laughs> do you, in those boxes right now. Have you been told anything in regards to for your, your comp schedule now for the rest of the year? Because I know, I know from the men's side of things, it's getting jostled about left, right and centre. So it's, uh, how's it for the females? I, I think my next one should be uh, the World Ultimate Strongman okay. in uh, Vegas. Um, Is that all August? September. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. September. And then um, Arnold, Ohio should be October. Um, that's where I plan to get the Slater Log world record. I didn't have the opportunity to do that last time. I will do it this time. Uh, <laughs> and then depending on what happens between now and November, well, uh, uh, OSD. Okay. But a lot has to change. A lot has to change between now and then, so. I was waiting <laughs> for that. I was waiting for that. I knew, I knew I was coming at the end. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So just um, just to kind of go over it for, for the people that don't know the difference between the, the log that you've competed on, the Slater log, just kind of break down for, for people that don't really understand the difference there. What is the difference between those two logs and, and how does it kind of affect you? Um, so the log I did the record on is uh, that's just a cylinder, a metal cylinder log. Um, I think okay. the handles are wider and a bit deeper in the log. I think because the diameter is a bit wider. Um, and the Slater log is a wooden log. Um, and I think it's just it's, like- It's longer, log. is it not? It's longer, yes, it is longer. It looks amazing as well. It just looks great on under the lights. And I think it's just the, the log that everybody's kind of broken records on really. Yeah, yeah it's um, the log associated with Strongman now, isn't it? Like you see that and yeah. you're like, something big's about to happen. I want that. I want to play with that log, that big log. Yeah, it it looks beautiful. Absolutely looks beautiful. So have you not have you not managed to touch it at all yet? Damn. No, because um, the reason why I did the elephant bar did I had to actually qualify for that. I had to put in a qualification video for that. I wasn't invited to go. I know, right? <laughs> Wait, um, say you, that again. What you the know fuck? Who I am. <laughs> so. Um, so I had to cool. upload a video to the Rogue um, website uh, of my max deadlift and I think at the time I managed to get like a 275 in the gym I had to record all the weight tapes and everything and introduce myself and it's this whole long window thing anyway so I qualified for the deadlift but I was also competing as a professional as a pro in the, the, the women's comp yeah. that weekend so I didn't want to go for the log as well because I was competing. So I thought I'll have the, the deadlift as a backup. Um, and I got into the second day and I just had a, a record just as a backup. Just in my back um, pocket in case I just need to <laughs> just flip it out. <laughs> um, so on the second day of the Arnold, I was in about fifth place with no chance of winning. So I called up Loz at four o'clock in the morning, America time. And I was like, I've got no chance of winning. I'm not going to bust my gut to get like third place. Can I go for the record? And he's like, yes. And he gave me the numbers to do, the rough numbers to go up in, um, and just said just to go for it. And that's what I did. Wow. And I knew the number I wanted. I wanted 280. That was what I wanted. But because of the pound difference, I had to do 282. It threw me off completely. I was just like, ah, yeah, I'll just do that. <laughs> ah. I was like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. There, that one. <laughs> Bucket, it's pull. That's so funny. That's crazy. I love that. <laughs> you just got, you just got a world record just sat in your back pocket. That's such a power play. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I wanted to do it, but I, I, I knew that because I was competing and I really wanted to win. But again, I just wasn't in the right headspace yeah. to do that competition. I, I love the Arnold I, and I absolutely love being there, but the start of the pandemic when it was so uncertain, you know, it was just a really weird time. Yeah. 
um, I thought I can do a deadlift. Deadlift is my thing. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> I can pull things. I'm fine. I'm fine. So obviously smashing all of these records, you know, it's really, really hard because when you keep on setting the bar so fucking high, you have to keep on jumping even higher to, to get over yourself and, and keep on impressing and wooing the crowds. It's like, okay, you got a record, but you know, what are you doing this year? Oh, you yeah. haven't lifted any more than your record? It's like, yeah, okay, it's still fucking heavy, all right, guys? But lots of people don't understand <laughs> that, um, especially to the average Joes. They just want PBs, 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 PBs. Mm. So moving forward, obviously the comps are coming back in now. You've still got records that are sat on the table that we all sit, you know, sat here listening to this today, know that you can break. One, how do you play it off, you know, comp versus uh, a record breaker? And two, what what would you like to do more? You know, if if you were given a hundred million pounds tomorrow and you didn't have to ever worry about, you know, trying to get the prize money, trying to do this, everything was sorted would you want to just go down and break records for yourself and do all these crazy, incredible things? Or, or would you like to go down the comp route? Um, do you know what is fun breaking records and being a record holder? I, I really do. I think, I don't know. I think because I feel like I'm so out of touch with competing right now, that I've kind of lost my love of competing. And Everyone I quite, like, quite enjoy doing the records. Um, and I think, it takes less um, preparation time. It's less time out of like family life. It's less stress on my work because all of that suffers when I've got a competition coming because it's not just one event. It's, you know, five or six events and I'm away for five days and it's the build up and it's the calm down and it's the jet lag. And there's so many different factors when it, when you have to put into a competition itself. Um, I mean, I say competition because a lot of mine are obviously American yeah. side um but it's quite nice to be a world record holder for now because i think they're about to be bloody broken but anyway no one cares because <laughs> at this precise moment i'm still a record holder you are still a record holder um so i think yeah i'd, I'd like to continue with that and also it, it puts me into a special book that comes out every year <laughs> if, you, if anyone wants one for christmas you know where to get them, people. All major retailers. <laughs> you know, that's a really good thing. Um, because it kind of just tops off everything else I've done in the last five, and what I've worked for for the last five or six years. Yeah. To have, to have that. It's pretty cool. So, so then, then let me ask you this. You've got your, you know, your last, your last big record. You know, this is the one that you're going to be known for. What is it? What event? What are you doing? What are you choosing? And what? Oh, let's let's go even fucking balls. What are you wearing? If it's not short shorts, I'm not playing. I don't even fucking oh, want to see the live shorts. stream. I don't even want to see. All the way. <laughs> um. Oh god, what am I going to wear? I mean, there's. I'm thinking what I'm going to wear, and I haven't thought of the record yet. <laughs> Oh, my God, I my hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I reckon it will be the deadlift because um, it's the deadlift. I, th I think is a lot bigger than a log lift. It more takes people just associate, more. don't they? Straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Deadlift will definitely be will definitely be the one I'll be known for I think and what would you I what what that. number would you like by your name in that record book eventually what is it be ballsy with it I'd like 230 not 230 because I've done that already I was gonna say 330 yeah just just casually add a hundred kilos just on five stuff, right? <laughs> that's it. Anyone listening to this, females being like, 230 kilos? Fuck me, that's a lot of weight. Sorry, guys. No, no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's hundred kilos Mistake. too light. <laughs> I think, I reckon, yeah, three. Because I think this year I'm probably going to try and aim for two, at least two, uh, 315. So I think by the I time I finish. I think is being conservative. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I honestly do. I honestly do. I, when you think about what you've what you've done in the last few years, and you know, I've heard Loz speak about it as well. Like 
there is a there's still a shit ton of untapped potential in there and you know i think this is this has been good because for a lot of people it's, it's hit that reset button hasn't it and i think what you're going to see now is where you've worked on your conditioning where you're lighter fitter your recoverability is better and you start getting back into those heavy weights you're going to bounce back way fucking quicker than you used to i think that's going to take you by surprise and i think what you'll notice is that because you're going to be able to recover even better you're just you're going to be able to climb because you're going to be able to keep on top of yourself your, your central nervous system isn't going to be burning out hopefully anywhere near as so. those slightly bigger numbers so yeah, I, I do honestly think that three three thirty is being being conservative. I, I would probably put it up closer to the three three forty three four five. Fuck it, got to aim big, right? We'll see. I'll put a suit on just for that one. <laughs> if that if it's not some like crazy like sexy leopard print type Man, suit, I need to get a custom made suit, don't I? This needs to be a thing. Why don't people do this? Yeah. That would be huge. These like have like some cut out bits as well. I need to make suit. it sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Walk around with some Timberlands with it as well. Like, yo, yeah, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> incredible. Listen, it's it's been absolutely incredible catching up again. I'm so, so, so excited. I'm so excited, you know, like I've just spoken about there. I've, I've been watching from the sidelines. I've seen the transition. I've seen what's going on. I've been keeping my finger on the pulse. And honestly, I think we, we've got some really, really big things to come. So, you know, keep on trucking away. Keep on pushing through it. Obviously, you're in great hands with Lars. You guys are, are getting on really, really well and smashing things. And, you know, just all the best. I could, couldn't wish you any, any more luck in the world because, you know, I've, I've got big, 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 big hopes for you because I, I think, Thank you. It's been it's been a crazy journey, and it's been a eye opener. Um, you know, for all of us for the last year, it's been such a tough time, and we've all dealt with it in our own ways. Um, and you know, the, the whole weight loss thing—I tried to keep it under wraps, but I guess when I'm so forefront of social media, you can't really keep it to yourself that much, can you? But, uh, the, but now you I can, can see a difference in myself. So quick. Like, and I think that that's the thing like the you know like we always say like the like transformation space it's like you yourself it's it's hard to notice because you see yourself on a daily basis so it's very very hard to to kind of measure your own weight loss visually from day to day it's when you start to see those people you haven't seen in a few weeks you haven't seen in a few mm -hmm. months and they come around they go oh my god you're looking incredible and you're like the fuck like i'm just looking like me like what's Hi. going on what are people seeing but yeah you could like straight away the physique changes i mean hey pff, them shoulders didn't fucking make themselves you know what i'm saying what these bad boys <laughs> um... Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> oh my gosh amazing right i will let you go on with the rest of your evening thank okay. you so much for being here it's been an absolute pleasure and hey we've done one we've done 50 when we hit those treble digits you better be coming back i will oh you know it <laughs> right take care lovely have a good love one love you thanks very much